Shalom Aleichem, Rabotai, Mishnah Yomi continues in the third parak of Shabbos Mishnah Vav. Ein notznin kli tahat aner. Do not put a bowl underneath your lamp. Lekabel bo et shemen To catch the dripping oil. Maybe the lamp has a leak. Maybe some oil, extra oil comes out where the wick is lit. You want to catch that oil. The issue here is the shemen is muksa. The oil is muksa. It's set aside to use in the lamp to do the mitzvah of hadlakat nerot for Shabbat. So you got a problem because you mean to this kli. This kli will be no longer usable because it contains muksa. If you put the kli under the lamp when it was still daytime before Shabbos, it would be mutter to use it, uh, to use the kli. But you can't use the oil inside, the oil that dripped out on Shabbat, because it wasn't muchan, it wasn't prepared to use for Shabbat. It was actually muksa, again, it was set aside to use in lighting your Shabbat nairot. Mishnevav continues, metaltalin ner chadash. On Shabbat, you can be metaltal, you can pick up and move around and uh, reorganize your new, your new lamp of Olayishan, but an old one. Now, the difference here is an old one, it's been lit before, and it's schmutzy. It's kind of dirty and oily and has residue on it. So it's it's called muksa machmat mius. It's because it's something you're not going to use to serve Shabbos lunch in. So it's set aside as something that you're not going to use it on Shabbos. You'd have to wash it out uh, first. But a, a new, a brand new nair that does, does not have residue yet, that could be used for other purposes and is usable on Shabbat, movable on Shabbat, not muksa. Bishimon omer kolen nerot metaltalin. You can move any lamp on Shabbat, chutz minaner shadolik ba Shabbat, except for the one you actually used for your Shabbos candles. So he says even a nair with residue, it's been used before for lighting, would not be muksa, only the one you've set aside to do the mitzvah of Hadlakat Nerot, that's the one that's muksa. Notnin kli tachat you can put a bowl or a plate under the lamp, lakabel nitzatze, to collect the sparks. Now he's not really collecting anything, the sparks have no mamashut, they have no physicality to them, but he doesn't want the sparks to fall on the table or on anything flammable. So it's a, a fire uh, precaution. But don't put water in there, because that's extinguishing. So he has water in there, then when the sparks fall in, it extinguishes the sparks, and we don't want him to be putting water in there, because then it will be actively extinguishing the sparks, or he'll bring it closer to the nair. Okay, Rabbi we're on to Perik Dalit, or everything you wanted to know about insulation, but we're afraid to ask. So Mishnah Aleph says, With what may we, may we cover or insulate, and with what can we not insulate? And Barton Harris says, what you're doing is you're taking the pot of food or the cholent off of the stove, off of the fire, Erev Shabbos, and you're putting it into something to retain the heat. But as the Gemara explains, something that adds heat, that adds additional heat, you can't use. You can only use things we're going to see that insulate heat without adding additional heat. So the mission starts out, Aim tomnim lo begefet below zevel. You can't use gefet or zevel. Gefet is this um, like squished olive or sesame seed schmutz, which we saw was used as a fuel in the Mishnah Aleph of Perak Gimel. We saw that it was a very good fuel made charcoal. Uh, we can't use that or with zevel is actually fertilizers. Apparently it's warm fertilizer and the object you're going to insulate is hopefully well sealed in a clay and not exposed to that. Uh, lo melach, not with hot salt, lo besid, 
or with lime, which was sort of a uh, chemical derived from rock, calcium carbonate, I believe. Lo behold, not hot sand. Bain lochim, bain Whether these things are wet or dry. When they're wet, they add heat more readily than when they're dry. The, the wetness transfers heat more easily. Mishnah continues, lo betevin, and not with straw. Below is zogim. Uh, zogim is apparently grape skins. Uh, apparently they can be a good insulator as well. Lo bimochin. Uh, mochin is flocking. It's like shreds of cotton or wool or worn out clothing. Below bi'asavim, and not with grasses. So with these things, it's bizmon shahen lochim. It's when they have their moisture. The Bartner says their original moisture. That's when they add heat. Of all tomning behen, but you could use them as an insulator or a cover. Koshahen yevashim, when they're already dried out. In that state, they do not add heat. So the Mishnah concludes, tomnin biksut. You can cover with blankets or clothing. Ksut just means covering. It's, you know, your, your clothing, your covers. Blankets, peperot, or with uh, other produce, bekonfeyona with dove feathers, benesurit shel harashim with the dust of the saw or sawdust, venerit shel pishtan or the combings of flax. When you comb the flax, little shavings come off daka when they're thin. Rabbi Huda oser Rabbi Huda says don't use the fine ones, the thin ones. Matar begasa allows you to use the thicker ones, the more coarse ones. That's for the flax, but he agrees sawdust is allowed to be used. Law has not like a Behuda. The Bartonura here, he gives us a rundown about hatmana. Hatmana is tomnin. Hatmana is the verbal noun, um, insulating. So he gives us a rundown about insulating. And basically, there's an Isser to insulate before Shabbat in something that adds heat. Because if so, people would use hot ashes or hot coals, and then they might stir the ashes or blow on them on Shabbat, which would be havara, which would be kindling. So we can't, therefore, you can't use something that's mosif hevel that adds heat, even if you're covering it or insulating it before Shabbat. And covering it on Shabbat itself is uh, was a gzera derabanan against that as a preventative measure, because when he goes to insulate it, he might say, oh, it's it's not very hot. Let me let me throw it back on the fire for a second, and then maybe he's going to come blow on the fire or stoke the coals and have a havara or a mevoshel and have a problem with that. In the very the last few words of Perak base, uh, when it's suffek v'shkia, tomnin esachamin, you could still insulate the hot food. This is, again, where it's very hot, and you already know it's hot, and there's no danger he's going to come to cook it or stoke the coals then it would be allowed to insulate it because it's, it's mamish just came off the fire and it's boiling hot. Shkoya be well, and uh, you should all be zoche to good insulation.